This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. What is good? It's the crisis. Uh, throwing in another celebrity shot for your AEW Dynamite review. Uh, hey, hope your Thanksgiving was good. Uh, mine, I, I overstuffed myself. Uh, yes, definitely overstuffed myself uh, all the way to the point where I didn't even get any pie. But hey, that's all right because leftovers, leftovers, leftovers. So get your your turkey sandwiches out. Let's have some... Uh, Leftover turkey sandwiches. Let's talk some AEW Dynamite. Uh, the overall, this show, uh, I mean, it has some extreme high points, but it also, f- for the first time, uh, it felt it felt a little uh, a little par for the course. Uh, um, there was some there was some some timing timing to this episode, but uh, hey, we're just gonna jump right on into it because the first forty minutes was some of the Best promo work I have ever seen. That's something I've been looking forward to. We got CM Punk and MJF in a war of words. And and man, AEW in the writing, man, they, they be taking shots. They be taking shots. Uh, CM Punk said things like, uh, you think you're awesome, you're someone when in reality you're just a less famous Miz. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, these two, these two got into a war of words. If you do not, if you have not gotten a chance to see this, I would go to this episode and watch it because quite frankly, CM Punk and, uh, and MJF are going to be an amazing, amazing match, uh, when it does happen. Uh, but this, this, this was brutal. This was brutal. MJF dropping John Cena references, Triple H references, um, always basically alluding to the fact that M- that uh, CM Punk is always in second place. And he even, <laughs> one of my favorite ones had to be when uh, Punk responded, basically telling MJF that Brick Britt Baker... DMD has replaced him as uh, one of the pillars of AEW. Absolute fire. Um, an amazing match is going to be down the line with these two. I can't wait to see it. And it's really fun to see CM Punk and uh, MJF like in a new program because I really wanted to see them both move on into new programs and it looks like we got it and we're getting what I would call, you know, main event anywhere cm punk mjf uh afterwards you know cm punk he's actually dressed to do a match so he gets into it with uh, qt marshall and uh hey the, the match it didn't really have anything to do with uh anything besides helping pad cm punk's um um record uh, you know his statistics because hey he still has wrestled a lot a lot of matches and you know he's got to get some wins under his belt just to keep it keep it good and uh good and fat on the on the wrestling side so cm punk um easily puts down qt marshall but like i said the first 40 minutes was literally cm punk mjf absolute war of words uh 
and and I gotta say, uh, the round one, in my opinion, goes to MJF. Uh, man, B- Billy Gunn, he looked good. Like, I hope I look good at the age he is. Like, my goodness. Uh, Billy Gunn, Colton Gunn, they take on Bear Country. Um, and this is, like I said, you know, AW. And I understand during uh, the holidays, you know, in these promotions, sometimes we get kind of ho-hum episodes in, in ways. Not to say that it's a step back or anything, but, hey, you know, AEW puts, knocks it out of the park nearly every single week. So, the, the standard in the bar has been set so high that, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not complaining about the episode. I'm just saying that it, it didn't, it didn't uh, shock an army like, uh, like it does every week. But hey, when you start, you start out with 40 minutes and, and promo work between CM Punk and MJF, no matter what, you're going to have a good show because over half your show already slays, uh, the gun club defeat bear country. Um, this match really didn't do much for me. Uh, I'm not really sure why. It felt it felt kind of sloppy, um, but uh, you know it ended up with uh, with uh, CM Punk or not CM Punk, but Sting and Darby Allen um, come on down and just absolutely rock, absolutely rock Billy Gunn, Colton Gunn, and uh, in my best Orange Cassidy voice, uh, whatever the other guy's name was uh, <laughs> Adam Cole Bobby Fish um undisputed era i always say that because again um making references to the WWE product in AEW has been quite constant over the last couple weeks uh you had one of the guys basically looking at looking at Adam Cole and doing a, a bird sign with his hand saying, oh, whatever this is, you know, alluding to the Undisputed Era. And they get into this really, in my opinion, like this was, if I've ever, if I was going to pick my Lunchable break for uh, the episode, uh, it's definitely right here. Um, because they ha- basically get into a argument like 12-year-old kids on who is better best friends you know what it's like you know like my bet i'm better i'm a better friend than you are my best friend's better than you uh, uh who, who is this entertaining not me this was my lunchable break uh adam cole bobby fish orange cassidy and the best friends they get into a, a slight war of words uh my best orange cassidy voice uh it was uh, well, whatever but yes we will eventually get a match between the best friends and uh, bobby fish and uh, Adam Cole because, hey, the Young Bucks injured. They're out. Uh, uh, Kenny Omega injured. He's also dropping his AAA title uh, because, yeah, he is injured, injured. Uh, all the best wishes to Kenny Omega. What an amazing run. Um, but it looks like we're going to be without the Elite for a while. And uh, it's I, I think it's convenient. That uh, Mr. Bobby Fish happens to be there. So, hey, Adam Cole still has a running mate. Someone to terrorize AEW with. Uh, Dante. Dante and Leo Rush. This is something that I really was had a lot of stock in. Uh, I'm a huge Leo Rush fan. Of course, uh, Team Taz has been trying to sign Dante for a while now. And uh turns out, we found out today, uh, hey, 
Dante is Team Taz. He actually uh, brushes off Leo Rush, signs the contract, leaving Leo Rush empty-handed. Uh, we know that this is going to eventually uh, culminate into something good between Dante and Leo. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, those two boys are going to be put, be able to put on a five-star match. I'm Leo Rush, one of my favorites. Uh, he's been one of my favorites for years. Really, really happy to see that he's mentally better and, and physically ready to jump back. Back in the ring full time. Uh, after that, we get Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa. This is where AEW Dynamite picked back up for me because any match that you have Thunder Rosa in is going to be absolutely off the hook. That girl gives and takes solid, solid bumps. Uh, in this match, you know, uh, I, I like the idea of getting uh, some more gold around uh, Dr. Britt Baker. Um, and you, Because the girls that she's working with, you know, Jamie Hayter, uh, she's a beast. Um, one, one, one downfall for Miss Jamie Hayter, since we're making WWE references, I'm going to mention something that you cannot unsee. Uh, Jamie Hayter's, uh, the bottom of her ring gear, um, it looks like Rey Mysterio's mask. Yes, uh, look at it one time. Look at Rey Mysterio's mask. Look at the uh, the the backside of Jamie Hayter's uh, gear, and tell me that it doesn't look like Rey Mysterio's mask. I can't unsee it. A friend of mine pointed it out. Damn him! Because hey, you know now all I want is Jamie Hayter to change her ring gear just a little bit because it is just it is just weird. But hey, the girl's a beast in the ring. Um. She gets into this match with Thunder Rosa, and Britt Baker goes to kick Thunder Rosa and actually kicks Miss Jamie Hayter's square super kick in the mouth, thus costing Jamie Hayter the uh, the title opportunity because she's out of the tournament. Thunder Rosa moves on, but this gives us a segue, which uh, hey, I think the next uh, the next program for Mr. Britt Baker may be from right there within her own stable in Jamie Hader. Jamie uh, stood her ground, pushes Britt Baker away. Um, obviously mad because uh, she is no longer in the running for the TBS Championship. But hey, it ultimately I think will work out because I'm guessing Miss Jamie Hader is going to move on and uh, start working for the women's AEW championship and i i'm with that because man jamie hater that girl can go in the ring uh bleach report gave this match a b plus and i'm i'm sitting right there with it i'm sitting there right with it it was an amazing match um it goes on uh we go on to a, another uh a match which again you know that uh, it was a filler match to me you know much like the uh, cm punk uh, match earlier, uh, much like the Billy Gunn and Bear Country match earlier. Really, I felt like it was some filler, some filler uh, matches. Uh, we are in Thanksgiving. Maybe some people needed to travel for some time off. Uh, but we get right back into another filler match, which is the Brian Danielson's quest to run through everybody in the Dark Order. And next up, Colt Cabana. Um, and this match got really. Really, really brutal because Brian Danielson flat out knocked teeth out of Colt Cabana's mouth. And I love the heel turn because 
Brian Danielson actually noticed the teeth on on the mat and picked them up and held them up as a trophy. He actually left the ring with some of it. Uh, it's going to make for a great storyline. I mean, I'm not saying that I want to see uh, professional wrestlers getting their teeth knocked out every week, but it's nice that when it does happen that that you know you have a professional and you know seasoned veteran like that that can use it and 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 create more heat, bring it into the story, and just keep on going. And uh, shout out to Colt Cabana for uh, just taking a whooping, um, an absolute a whooping. Um, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot for me to you know get his name down right every single time. Um, I'm from Washington. Um, and I've been there since uh, uh, Brian Danielson used the first uh, fickle comments, and he's definitely seemed to bring them back. Uh, his heel work um, has been absolutely flawless, uh, taking a crowd that absolutely loves uh, Brian Danielson and and just getting them to hate him. It is absolutely fantastic. It is not go away heat. Brian Danielson has actual great perfect money-making heat and uh, i can't wait for more um there's plenty of the dark order to go through um on his way to mr hangman adam page uh then we get to the final match of the night uh oh wait wait hold up hold up we also do have um we did get an announcement Britt baker is going to be perf- is going to be uh, put up against uh, Rio uh, on a Black Friday match. Uh, that just came out of nowhere. Um, it's just a promo with uh, Shivani and uh, and uh, Britt Baker. But it turns out we're going to get a match between Rio and Britt Baker. And if Rio wins, she gets a uh, upcoming title shot, which leads me to believe I'm just going to put a guess out there that uh, Miss uh, Jamie Hayter uh, tries to quote unquote help Britt Baker in that thus causing Britt Baker the loss, which will then set up a match championship match with Rio and Britt Baker. Ultimately, I see Britt Baker winning uh, with the title on the line, but ultimately I see I, I see that this is going to continue this Jamie Hayter and uh, Britt Baker collision course. Uh, final match of the night Cody Rhodes the death triangle versus uh, Andrade El Idolo uh, Malachi Black and FTR and uh, man this match there's really it's really so I felt like this match was overshadowed by the crowd because something so unique happened I need some water for that yeah Oh, Thanksgiving got me full, boy. Got me full. Got to got to hydrate. Hope you're hydrating as well. Um, water, water that is. Uh, but hey, in this match, uh, it was it was a what you would what would you expect? This is going to be an A match. Um, I mean, with all these amazing uh, performers in the ring at one time. I mean, it really can't. But the really. The overshadowing thing is Cody Rhodes. Um, he needs to turn heel, Cody. Cody, it's time. It is more than time, especially after today. It is, I'm calling it, the uh, belt scene around the world. Uh, When Cody Rhodes uh, decided to take his uh, weight belt off and throw it into the crowd, a little kid grabs it, and the crowd, that Chicago crowd, they let him have it. They're giving him the chance of throw it back, throw it back, 
throw it back and by george this kid threw it back in the ring almost hitting the ref poor girl uh it turns out that she was actually warned by cody rhodes uh prior that uh that once that one of these times someone might try and throw it back up there and uh that's exactly what happened um cody that is go away heat uh that is not that is not the heat that I want you on my television to see you get beat up. That is go-away heat as in, A, we don't believe in what you're doing. We don't want to watch what you're doing. Um, you need to change something up because, ouch, ouch, ouch. Uh, Co- Cody Rhodes eventually gets the uh, – it was a real awkward moment watching everybody kind of communicate what's going on, watching uh, – you know, uh, Cody's talking to one of his tag team partners. He's trying to tell him under his breath, you know, hey, the kid threw it back. And Andrade gets the belt, uh, puts it under the ring. Cody uh, ends up asking and, and requesting for the belt to come back to him. He uh, puts it on. He wears it for a little more of the match. And then he throws it out to uh, what I'm guessing is somebody he knew in the crowd. Uh, but, no, bottom line is is it, the crowd and the belt took over uh, the match. Flat out. Um, That's all I was watching. That's all I'm looking at and just waiting to see what was going to happen. When you get to the end with uh, Malachi Black, you know, spraying the black mist in the face of Pac and, uh, you know, Andrade getting the pinfall victory, I'm still thinking about the belt and 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 Cody Rhodes. And I was was really curious because I know that in AEW, Cody likes to, you know, talk to the crowd afterwards. Well, it turns out, is uh, on his way out of the arena. And this is something I learned I did not know before. The left tunnel is for heels. The right tunnel is for baby faces. Had no idea. And uh, on his way out, Cody Rose decided to uh, sneakily pretend he was going to go through the heel tunnel and uh, then uh, changed his mind, turned, and went the other way. And now that makes... Uh, uh, perfect sense on why CM Punk had such an issue going back and forth uh, through the tunnels uh, in the beginning of his uh, comeback. And I was always curious, but turns out left uh, tunnel is for the heels. The right tunnel is for the baby faces. Uh, hey, you know, this is going to be a continuing storyline. Um, I'm really not sure, you know, what the end game is. I just hope that the end game ends with Cody Rhodes sucking it up, taking one for the team, and turning heel because this is starting to feel like the the uh, Roman Reigns run a few years back where he just could not stand the baby face and we got him shoved down our throats every week. I'm sorry. Uh, the fans sometimes... You know, you have to set the trends, but sometimes you have to follow them. And this is one where I think AEW should follow along and just get Cody Rhodes heel. Do it. And uh, I'll be right there for it. I would love to see it. Watch him uh, turn heel, um, go back on his word, put himself in a title picture, take the title. I mean, he could run rough shots through the whole company as a heel, and it would be a whole lot more enjoyable than seeing this amazing professional wrestler, you know, one of one of the all-time greats going through what I call, what I would call, you know, uh, professional wrestling suicide. Like, it is not a good plan to have that go away heat for as long as you do but hey he's the boss he's been doing a lot longer than i have
love and hey you know i, I ain't gonna question it but i am gonna review it and give you my opinions because that's what i'm here to do um i made this one short and sweet as thanksgiving um i know you probably got a lot going on but maybe this right here was your break that you needed from uh the chaos of thanksgiving and i'm glad you could spend it here with me uh, mimi burst she'll be back next week like i said i am just here to throw celebrity shots um and fill in when needed i will also be on the uh i will be doing the smackdown review actually uh tomorrow as well uh so hey when you're a celebrity shooter, like, that sounds bad. That's I need to come up with a new new concept. You know what I mean? It's it's from like beer pong and that sort of thing, where you walk by, you, you step in for a shot, you sink it, you walk away, the crowd goes nuts. That's what the crisis comes in to do, and I'm honored to do so. Uh, so, uh, big shout out to Mimi, big shout out to Matt, uh, the WWE podcast family. Um, be sure to join us on Patreon because oh, sorry, woo. Be sure to join us on Patreon because the chat that we have uh, on the Discord server is 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 absolutely amazing. It's one dollar; it'll get you in. Um, you know how to do it. If and if you need, if you really need it, hey, I already said it once before. I will I will sponsor someone a dollar so they could join one of the uh, most uh, most exciting and fun families to talk wrestling with and that is the wwe podcast family so y'all uh i hope you have a great uh hope you had a great thanksgiving hope you're uh being safe on black friday and i will see y'all again soon peace